It's the most wonderful time of the year when you have to go and navigate our insane health insurance industry. Woo! Uh, but it's also the perfect moment to reassess your life insurance needs because you could, at some point, become the ghost of Christmas present. Uh, that's where Policy Genius can help. Yes, Policy Genius is the easy way to shop for a life insurance plan that's not tied to your job. So in minutes, you can compare quotes from top insurers to find your best price. Once you apply, the Policy Genius team will handle all the paperwork and red tape. Yeah, and the life insurance you buy through Policy Genius stays with you, even if you leave your job. Not if you die, but if you leave your job, <laughs> you will have that insurance. Yes, important clause there. Uh, so when you're looking at your workplace benefits this month, make sure to double check your life insurance options. Yeah, and then go to policygenius.com to get quotes and apply in minutes. Policy Genius, the easy way to compare and buy life insurance. Monday, November 25th. I'm Akila Hughes. I'm Gideon Resnick, and this is What a Day, the mid-2000s Sean William Scott of Daily News Podcasts. Name a movie from the mid-2000s that that man was not in. I simply cannot. On today's show, billionaire Mike Bloomberg purchases a presidential campaign and, as always, some headlines. But first, leaked documents reveal disturbing details about the mass detainment of Uyghurs and Kazakhs in China. Findings from leaked documents obtained by the International Consortium of Investigative Journalists and 17 partner news organizations were published this weekend and detail the lengths the Chinese government has gone to detain ethnic minorities and Muslims in re-education and correctional camps many of whom have never committed a crime but were identified by sophisticated technology as a threat. The docs consist of a notice with guidelines for the camps, four bulletins on how to use technology to target people, and a court case sentencing a Uyghur Communist Party member to 10 years in prison for telling colleagues not to say dirty words, watch porn, or eat without praying, which are just basic tenets of Islam. Researchers estimate that up to 1.8 million people have been detained by China at one point or another. Mm. The majority of detentions have taken place in the last three years in the northwest Xinjiang region. Yeah, the set of documents is the most significant piece of information we've gotten about the high-tech mass detentions by the Chinese government. Gideon, do you want to run through the big takeaways? Yeah, so uh, there were a couple of things, two big things that have been confirmed by this specific leak. Um, first, we knew that mass numbers of Uyghurs and ethnic minorities were being detained in these camps in China. But what's now confirmed is the way that China is actually targeting them with this technology. Sure. Uh, the documents revealed the use of a technology platform to screen entire populations to identify and track down, quote, suspicious people for detention. And the criteria for detention is just unbelievably broad. I yeah. mean, uh, for instance, here's a few things that can get you picked up. Traveling abroad asking others to pray, or using cell phone apps that uh, can't be monitored by the government. Nearly 40,000 users of an app called Quaya, which is similar to AirDrop on iPhones, were identified for investigation and potential detention simply because it was a private messaging app. Uh, secondly, for the entire leaks, um, we now have more details on how the camps are operated. Round-the-clock video surveillance, something called, quote, manner education, which entails being forced to cut your hair, to shave your beard, forced bathing. Uh, there were also Mandarin lessons that resulted in punishment if progress goals weren't hit on schedule and a point system to determine when detainees would get released. 
Yeah. And to give you a sense of what the tension was like, the AP spoke with a former detainee, a young Kazakh man who was detained while on a trip to visit his mother in China. He protested, identifying himself as a simple herder who had no intention of doing anything wrong. But a simple act of arriving from Kazakhstan was enough reason for detention. He said, quote, I was treated like an animal and described the punishments he had to endure, including being forced to sit on plastic stools and rigid postures for hours at a time not being able to talk at all, uh, being forced to squat for hours. And all of this happened while he was being watched by guards 24 hours a day. He went on to say it wasn't education. It was just punishment. Mm. And in response to this reporting, China called these leaked documents, quote, fabrication and fake news. Well, uh, <laughs> I wonder where they got that. Yeah. Uh, overall, China has rejected criticism of the camps and described them as job training centers. They say the methods are humane and a way to fight the spread of Islamic extremism. The Chinese embassy in the UK, though, said of the detention centers, quote, since the measures have been taken, there's no single terrorist incident in the past three years, which feels just like a really insane and justify the means type of argument. Yeah. Well, in October, the U.S. blacklisted 28 Chinese organizations for their alleged involvement in abuses against ethnic Uyghurs. The Commerce Department said that the 28 entities, which mostly specialize in surveillance equipment, were implicated in, quote, China's campaign of repression, mass arbitrary detention and high technology surveillance. Rights groups are calling for the U.S. to go further to address this humanitarian crisis. Yeah. And one way to make your voice heard is to call or write to your member of Congress to let them know that this is an issue that you care about and want to see political action on. There is currently a bill being considered in Congress that would pave the way for sanctions on Chinese officials involved in the camps. And if you want to learn more, we've posted a link to reporting by the Associated Press uh, on this particular story in our show notes. Go check that out. Former New York City Mayor Michael Bloomberg formally announced that he's entering the presidential contest on Sunday with an ad and an obscene ad by Gideon. You know how like sometimes you wait too long to buy your ticket home for Thanksgiving and it's like $100 more and you feel really stupid? Yes, because I'm a dumbass. <laughs> Great. Well, Bloomberg's doing that, but it's like truly a million times worse. Uh, so he's entering the race now and spending a an unruly amount of money to try to catch up with everyone else. The former Republican's first ad branded him as a middle-class kid who achieved success, wow. focused on his mayoral record as well as his advocacy on guns and climate, and positioned him as a moderate in this historically crowded presidential field. This comes after Bloomberg recently filed to run in a couple of states and in a major reversal apologized for the stop-and-frisk policy that became a hallmark of his tenure as mayor. But now he sees a different kind of menace coming from Washington. So there's no stopping here. Because there's an America waiting to be rebuilt, where everyone without health insurance is guaranteed to get it, and everyone who likes theirs can go ahead and keep it. Where the wealthy will pay more in taxes, and the struggling middle class will get their fair share. Wow. Movie trailer voice. Yeah. Uh, when he said menace, I was like, phantom menace? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Bloomberg's entering uh, extremely late when there are already tons of people running. He plans to spend his own money. Uh, he spent... $250 million on his three mayoral campaigns in New York City, and he's ready to spend whatever it takes on this. But, like, what is the actual game here? <laughs> like, what what's the game plan? What's he trying to do? I mean, 
what they're saying right now is that Bloomberg plans to skip the early voting states like Iowa and New Hampshire and focus pretty exclusively on bigger states like Texas and California that have more delegates uh, on Super Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And that's why with this ad buy, they're going in bigger cities, bigger uh, population states to, you know, start it sort of like gin, gin that up for, for now, I guess, like yeah. get that support. Um, but th of course, the funny thing about it is like, that's a luxury that's only afforded to somebody who is worth the estimated <laughs> 50 billion plus that he is, yeah. where he doesn't have to, you know, freeze his ass off in Iowa to go talk to people. He can just show them an ad on TV and sit in his penthouse. Wow. So you're saying he's not going to move to Iowa and start like the next dance craze? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, you know, honestly, it would be cool if he had a competitive one uh, to the high hope stance, but, you know, I don't see it happening. Um, and look, I want to say the last time that we talked about Bloomberg on here, I was skeptical that he was actually going to I remember that. get in. Uh, and, you know, now, like I said, I should never make predictions. Um, but I do have two sort of immediate takeaways from this announcement. I mean, the one is that the obvious thing that a lot of people have talked about is there are at least two candidates in the race, if not more, but specifically these two that have built their candidacies around uh, being anti-billionaire, mm -hmm. that have that have introduced wealth tax proposals, that um, have looked for this kind of foil the entire time and have found it, uh, and that's obviously you know Senator Warren and Senator Sanders. Um, I could see it sort of being a, a very easy thing that they hit on you know every single day. Like mm -hmm. this guy is literally trying to buy an election. Yeah. Um, the other though is that like we've just never seen this amount of money come into uh, a race like this so swiftly. Yeah. And the the thing that is concerning about that in some respects is that, you know, the TV ads still do wield some amount of power. We'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, and this could be something where, you know, maybe he does have some sort of impact. Mm -hmm. um, and the, to get a sense of like the sheer amount that that is going to be on TV, mm -hmm. basically any day this week when these start running, there's a possibility that if we stop the show mm -hmm. and just turn the TV on, flip channels, uh, TNT, <laughs> ABC, NBC, whatever, like we would probably catch a Bloomberg ad. Wow. Uh, for example, in LA, he's going to run four 60-second ads on The Voice, which I've come to understand is a Delaware LLC that funds <laughs> uh, the People's Sexiest Man Alive contest. Yeah, I've heard of this. I've heard of this. Um, and yeah, I mean, to compare another billionaire person who is already in the Democratic presidential primary, Tom Steyer, he has spent about $50 million in the span of three, four months that he was in the race mm -hmm. between July and September. And Bloomberg is nearly matching that in just a week. Wild. That is really wild. I mean, that's a lot of ads. Let's put this into even further context. Like, is this historically crazy in terms of a spend? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, in terms of the like a primary spend, it's like the largest that has ever, ever happened. Wild. Yeah. Um, and so he, the, the amount that that I don't know if we already said but he's he's reserved at least thirty seven million dollars in the next two weeks of TV ads alone, mm -hmm. and so if you compare that previously, uh, Hillary Clinton in, gener in the general election in twenty sixteen, she's spending thirty three point seven million in that last week. Mm -hmm. uh, Obama had done thirty million before that, um, but nothing like this has ever happened in a primary where you really do have the chance to potentially influence how people are viewing you compared to the other candidates. Yeah, um, and so the other thing about Bloomberg, too, is like if you extrapolate this out, um, he also has spent $100 million on a digital campaign on Facebook that mm -hmm. targets Trump, but 
also doesn't feature Bloomberg's face the same way that the TV ad didn't feature his voice. Wow, wait, isn't that the plot of Head of State <laughs> starring Chris Rock? Is, is that it? Like, yeah, I mean, different circumstances for him getting into the race, but it's like, yeah, we're just going to put out these ads and never show your face because you're a black guy. I, I mean, honestly, that could be part of the, the rationale here. Uh, <laughs> he I, rewatched know. it recently and was like, maybe something like this. Yeah, he, Chris Rock had some good ideas. Uh, and he also is going to, or has plan to pay or has already paid 15 million at least it could go up to 20 million on voter registration in five different states so um this is going to be you know a crazy 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 amount of money i don't think it's hyperbole to say a person is is trying to buy this from other people and all of this is having ramifications for his news organization i saw this really strange statement about their plans of coverage going forward can we talk about that a little bit? And first, should we like explain what it was? Yeah. So the, so the editor in chief uh, on Sunday was saying that they're going to sort of continue a longstanding practice that Bloomberg has had that they they don't investigate Bloomberg. Hmm. Uh, and so what, <laughs> don't look over here. <laughs> right. What, what that does for the reporters that are there is, according to this memo, they've been told that, OK, if you're not going to investigate Bloomberg and his financial assets and his company, then we're going to also... Uh, afford that same courtesy to the other Democratic primary candidates hmm. uh, so as not to you know tip the scales at all. And then they're going to take uh, investigative pieces that other people publish okay. and put them on their site. Got it. So they're going to like license journalism in, in lieu of doing their own. Yeah, but it's, it's <laughs> sort of like it's it's kind of a shitty thing to, to have to say to, you know, reporters who were kind of gassed up to be covering a Democratic primary at, at Bloomberg News in, in 2020. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a very strange thing. And then at least two of the editorial staff are also going to go to the campaign itself, which is also a little bit odd. But they but they they do say that they're going to have one can or one reporter still cover Michael Bloomberg. Yeah, that's probably Michael Bloomberg. <laughs> yes, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's like, I got it, guys. I'm killing it. Yeah, I'm great. Don't look at me. Takes over the site, uh, you know, just editorial section. He's doing like layout, like new things. <laughs> the backdrop of the website is not like white anymore. It's just actually like his face. <laughs> his face. It's like his own personal MySpace page. Yeah, um, that would be that would be fascinating. But in all seriousness, I think that Bloomberg's candidacy is going to be sort of a weird uh, test for how democracy works in a number of ways. I think one for the journalists at this company trying to figure out how they can effectively cover him mm -hmm. while he controls their livelihoods at yeah. the same time. I don't think there's been something like that with the size and scope of his media enterprise having to reckon with something like that before. And also whether a presidency can really be bought by a billionaire. I mean, people have warned about this for as as long as money has been in politics and now you know they're going to get a real real test of it if if some guy who wants to play nine ads <laughs> during the mass singer finale can actually take the presidency just by doing that mm. and now to some ads Obviously, we here at WAD aren't keen on big, scary overlord surveillance from, you know, government regimes, but you still might want to make sure no one's messing with your stuff in your house, right? Seems only fair, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, if you've been thinking about your home security, there's no better time to get it than right now, because right now, Simply Safe Home Security is giving What a Day listeners an amazing exclusive Black Friday offer. So this week, Simply Safe is offering our listeners a huge exclusive deal for Black Friday, 25% off any new system, plus free agency. HD security camera. Oh, oh, that's fascinating. Uh, Simply Safe has everything you need to keep your home safe. 
Entry sensors, motion sensors, a smart lock that Do locks your door yes. when you forget, video doorbells. That's what I'm talking about. A 007 agent that <laughs> snipes the bad guys from he your chains rooftop. chains with a flashlight on it. <laughs> Plus 24-7 professional monitoring that will dispatch police uh, 3.5 times faster than if you just had to call them yourself. Mm, okay. Uh, so don't wait. Go to simplysafe.com slash what a day to get 25% off your system. Plus that free security camera. Mm. This is the best home security deal you'll see. Don't miss this amazing Black Friday deal. That's 25% off at simplysafe.com slash what a day. Simplysafe.com slash what a day. What a day is brought to you by Fast Growing Trees. Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers. They have everything you could possibly want like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Plus, Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. We love fast-growing trees here. I keep telling you that the many plants that I've gotten from these folks are yet hanging on. Um, And that's not because I have a green thumb, okay? This spring, fast-growing trees, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code WAD at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code WAD at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code WAD. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. Drop app is the easiest way to earn money as you spend money. If you're not using this free rewards app yet, stop at the end of the show, go to the App Store or the Google Play Store and use code WHATADAY when you sign up to earn your first reward credit on us. Uh, when you sign up for Drop, you'll link your debit and or credit cards to the app to begin earning points back when you shop at any of their partnered brands. These are places like Walmart, Lyft, Trader Joe's, Sephora, Glossier, a bunch more. And before you know it, you can redeem your points for gift cards directly in the app at places like the ones we mentioned and Starbucks, where I rack up points when I get venti cold brews that I chug when I'm doing this show. Yeah. Uh, I hope you guys also get your coffee when you're listening to this so you can competently tell your friends at work what you just heard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and honestly, there's no better time to try Drop than now with Black Friday and holiday shopping season in full swing. And for a limited time, if you head to the App Store, Google Play, and use What a Day when you sign up for Drop, you'll receive a $5 gift card right away. Make sure to link a debit or credit card to the app when you sign up to redeem your reward. Dang, you said that all fast, like you're all caffeinated. Anyway, Drop app. Get it. And now back to the show. Let's wrap up with some headlines. Headlines. A record number of voters in Hong Kong went to the polls over the weekend for a historic round of local elections. The results? Pro-democracy candidates took home 18 council seats, beating out their pro-Beijing opponents. The council has a limited power over the city, but this win and the major turnout represent how Hong Kongers are turning their backs on the region's Beijing-backed leaders. Mm. Uh, Iran has restored access to the internet in large parts of the country. The internet blackout was just one of the drastic efforts made by the government to crack down on protests over high fuel prices. According to Amnesty International, the government's use of deadly force has left more than 100 people dead in five days during the blackout. 
The internet is back on, but the government is still threatening to arrest demonstrators. A top official in the Navy has been fired for how he handled the case of Edward Gallagher, a Navy SEAL who was demoted for posing for a picture with a corpse. Navy Secretary Richard Spencer, not that one, was ousted for working on a deal with the White House that would have allowed the SEAL to retire without losing his status or rank. President Trump has been championing Gallagher as a hero on Twitter and demanding that the Navy reverse his demotion. Ew. Yeah. Uh, Republican Congressman Devin Nunes might soon be the subject of an ethics investigation, according to House Democrats. The House could look into allegations that Congressman Nunes met with a Ukrainian official to get information on the Bidens. Never heard of that strategy before. Uh, Nunes has responded calmly by threatening to sue every media outlet that reports on this story. In order to avoid liability, our legal counsel has recommended only referring to him as Mr. Chungus. That's a good idea. Disney's Frozen 2 made $350 million at the box office this weekend, thanks in part to the wickedly talented Adele Dazeem. <laughs> it was the biggest opening of an animated movie of all time, and with all that money, it's basically inevitable that the next Democratic primary candidate is going to be Olaf the Snowman. I'm voting against him. I don't want to build a snowman. Yeah, me too. He needs to. I need a candidate that can survive heat. Damn it. <laughs> the world is getting hot. Uh, the world's largest luxury goods company with the world's largest name, LVMH Moet Hennessy Louis Vuitton SC, <laughs> is set to acquire uh, legacy jewelry brand Tiffany & Company for $16.7 billion. This would be the biggest acquisition ever in the luxury brand sector. Tiffany & Co. has more than 300 stores globally and specializes in high-end jewelry, diamonds and cut gems, which is great. But for me, I prefer my gems to be uncut. Now this next message is just for industry professionals affiliated with A24. Please give Akila and me tickets to an uncut gem screening. We wanna see the movie so bad. So bad. I'm a lifelong softie stan. Got it tattooed on my chest. <laughs> my favorite Del Dezim, who co-stars. <laughs> and I don't wanna wait until December 13th to see the movie with, uh, no offense, plebes. Um, <laughs> LVMH is controlled by the richest man in Europe. And those are the headlines. That's all for today. If you like the show, make sure you subscribe, give us a rating, leave us some extra cranberry sauce, and tell your friends to listen. By the way, if you're into reading and not just Highlights Magazine like me, What A Day is also a nightly newsletter. Check it out and subscribe at crooked.com slash newsletters. I'm Akila Hughes. I'm Gideon Resnick. And, and that's, that's why any resemblance between Mr. Chungus, Chungus and actual persons living or dead is entirely coincidental. coincidental. <laughs> what a Day is a product of Crooked Media. It's recorded and mixed by Charlotte Landis. Sonia Tun is our assistant producer. Our head writer is John Milstein and our senior producer is Katie Long. Our theme music is by Colin Gilliard and Kashaka. What a day is brought to you by Books. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She absolutely deserves the best. And that's why you should send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. And with 20% off, you can send some to mom, your wife, your auntie, even your granny, okay? Anyone who deserves flowers in your life mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be holiday specific. You get flowers, you're getting flowers, <laughs> everyone's getting flowers. <laughs> Go to books.com and use promo code WAD for 25% off. That is B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code WAD, books, promo code WAD. 
What a Day is brought to you by Ulta Beauty. This AAPI Heritage Month, Ulta Beauty is celebrating the joy of belonging, belonging to a community composed of intricate connections, belonging to our past and our future, to the heritage and birthright that is beauty. Ulta Beauty shines a light on the AAPI community, passing the mic to brand founders and creators to tell their stories centered on heritage, joy, and beauty. They carry AAPI-owned and founded brands like Live Tinted, Peach and Lily, Glamnetic, Tree Hut, and more. Shop AAPI-owned and founded brands at Ulta Beauty stores and Ulta.com. 